Welcome to another episode of the Grappling Life podcast. Today we are in Sudan, Khartoum. I'm joined by on my right, Hafa. You should, you guys should know him by now. Zakir is actually on on camera. Yeah. Today, mashallah. And also, uh, we've got a, a new piece of equipment that we we bought with us to shoot this specifically for you guys. And Rashid, who look at his face, by the way, does not want to be on camera. <laughs> 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 we, like, but we managed to convince him that this is not about him, it's about the cause. Yeah. So firstly, um I'll start with Urfa. How do you feel the trip went so far, bro? No, to be honest, I should be asking you the question. I mean, I've been here before. That was some serious jujitsu you did there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I've been here before. Um have you found it? You could tell me first. All right, Hana. So I could first I want to thank Charity right as well for allowing us to have this opportunity. Uh, firstly, thank Allah for actually, like what uh, Chef Sajid said, that hopefully we've been cho chosen by Allah to do this trip. Allah has been, it's only been how many days we've been here? It's been, yeah, how, how many two days? days? Two days, two days, yeah. We landed what, yesterday? So today's Saturday. We landed yesterday morning, right? That's right, yeah. It feels like it's been a long time. Yeah. There's a lot of barakah in time here. Yeah, yeah. So um, already it's had a massive effect on me. Honestly, wallahi. Like just firstly, the Sudanese people. Um, even though you got a group of like, basically we look like pirates in the, in the airport. <laughs> All dressed differently, look yeah. different. They didn't even bat an eyelid. They were very, do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Um, I remember Imran was saying on in Heathrow Airport, when we were just getting... Bit of, not dirty looks, but just people looking at us weird. But subhanAllah, when we landed in Sudan, it was, you know, and a juxtaposition as well from Dubai, being in super luxury, mashallah, Brother Harris allowed us to use his lounge pass, or forced us to use his lounge pass, <laughs> <laughs> which is mashallah, it was amazing, man. Like the stopover, the seven hour stopover felt like you know, it was really, really comfortable. And to be fair, like it's been comfortable so far, but tomorrow is going to be the Test. The, the test, inshallah. And, uh, and today we got to see, uh, subhanAllah, I don't even know what, what, what village it was. Madrasa Taiba. Madrasa Taiba. Yeah, so we went to, uh, to see a school, which you should you'd be able to see it on the stories and stuff. But that blew me away, man. The, we'll go into exactly what we saw. And, but I think so far, I think it's actually changed me profoundly. I didn't expect it at this age to be this much affected by something like this. Well, yeah, hundred percent changed. What me. about yourself, Zach? Well, I just want to again thank Charity Wright, Afa Harris, Sheikh Sajjad, uh, Sajid, having and him Sajjad on here, well. and Sajjad, Charity Wright. He is Charity Wright anyway, bro. Um, but even having Sheikh Sajid with us is such a gem, yeah. such a such a good companion to have, man. You can't, you can't ask for anybody better, bro. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. And um, I'm being here with you, bro. I'm just happy you um, you asked, and Allah let us accept it. And um, even the the coming here was, I don't know, exciting and worried and there's so many things going through your mind and as soon as you get here everything just goes as soon as you hit the first madrasa you're just 
you're just there in the moment and just seeing the kids and seeing the the words of Allah just being repeated again and again and again it just it's just something special inshallah man. so so yeah man enjoying the, the journey and enjoy um, uh, hoping for the best for the next couple of days and inshallah it goes smoothly and, and that's it man I think also well definitely what you said about the anxiety stuff like even you know the stress of packing the and I was all just thinking about when we when I entered that school and mm. I saw those kids, I was like, literally, we have nothing to be. <laughs> yeah. Even the worries that we, you know, when you're at home, you got like all these kind of things are going through your head, like I'm rent, you know, I just got parking ticket I had to pay just before I left, 160 pound. That I'm, uh, do you know what I'm saying? And I'm fixed. I was thinking about that, you know, like, and then obviously saying goodbye to my kids and my wife and my family and everyone, and then. And then you go to the and then you, and you see what the how they're living and the the state of happiness they had. I was like blown away. I learned more than I'm benefiting more than whatever money we're gonna raise for them that they're gonna benefit. If you know what I mean. Inshallah. Inshallah. Uh, so, yourself, Rashid. So, I'm I'm just I don't know how to describe it. It's like um. I've always wanted to do something like this. And alhamdulillah, um, I'm just happy to be here. Like, like um, Sheikh Sajid said that um, we've been chosen. I'm just trying to think, like, why am I here? Just try, I just want to see, um, um, inshallah, I can do something to benefit the cause, inshallah. But I'm, I'm just grateful to everyone um, for making it possible for me to be here. So, so all of the things that, sorry, I know this is your no, podcast, no, no, things I've taken over a little bit, no, do it, do but um, but all of the things, uh, mashallah, that you uh, or we spoke about um, individually and collectively back in London, hmm. um, what did you think back then and what do you think now? Because there's only so much we can tell you and only so much we can describe to you. So whatever we told you, what do you think now? Where are you now? Where is your mindset with what you've seen so far. Let's not go into what, exactly what you've seen, but the whole journey um, of leaving London, obviously leaving your families, uh, all our families, um, and then making that, that journey. So obviously there was a lot of anxiety. There's a lot of like sort of, uh, you know, uh, worries and stuff like that going through your heads. So now that we've gone past that stage, everything we described to you and everything that we said to you at that time, how do you feel about that now? Like what, when you're saying don't worry and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, you you got to remember, I, I, I could only give you words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I yeah. can't give you anything more than that. I think for me, it was like, I feel silly, bro. Do you understand? Yeah. Not silly, but... <sighs> I feel silly that I haven't done it before. That's number one. I feel not embarrassed, but... I was like, what was the... What was what was the hang up in the beginning for just do you see and the thing is I think one thing that and this 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 actually hit me today bro and um it was uh, before uh, I was feeling a bit anxious on the way like I said we, we, yeah. we, we've done the problem let's not re rehash the past yeah, yeah. but if you're telling I was very anxious about flying leaving my family all that stuff not not to level that it was crippling me yeah but it was but then I, 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 I looked 
I looked on, I went to YouTube and just typed into weapon. Yeah. <laughs> and then a talk came up by Yasser Khadi. Yeah? Only, it was over 12 minutes. But one thing that I, I picked up from it, and he said something very profound. He said, you can't have Iman without Tawakkul. And that, that's what I took away from it. Like you can't say you're a Muslim and have Iman and, and not have Tawakkul on Allah. Like Allah is not con- in control of everything. Yeah. Um, so sometimes anxiety, and this goes to everyone who's listening who may be suffering from anxiety. Because mm-hmm. we, we get it a lot, man. Especially in the West, um, we suffer from a lot, you know. And because we have this illusion, of this is just from my experience, this illusion that we're in control, bro. Because we live in a controlled environment. Yeah, I say control, but buses work on time, uh, most of the time. Uh, when you go to the cash point, you can get, take cash out. When you go to, find, to, to buy groceries, you can get it. Everything is at your fingertips. So subhanAllah, like... Water from the tap. Water from the tap, yeah. Um, you know, so many amenities we, we take for granted. And then subhanAllah, this gives you more anxiety, bro. That's like, when something is out of whack, you start to kind of... So for me, it was like, I was wondering, why am I anxious? Because I never realized this, yeah. And then subhanAllah, we go here to... Today, for example, this morning, there was no water. We live in... We're staying in a hotel that is... Considering the surroundings, it's like the Hilton, basically. Yeah. Like, if you look, if you think about it, yeah. We went to, we came back from from the that that madrasa, uh, yeah, the madrasa. Went to make wudu to pray. You were dying for the toilet. Yeah, there was no water, man. And this is in a hotel, bro. Where we came from, there was no water. Bro. It, they, they had water coming in on a donkey's back. Yeah. So can you imagine, like, in that space of what forty-five minutes an hour? That blew my mind. Like, they had to wait for that donkey to go. That donkey looked mac- like he was knackered, bro. <laughs> yeah. You remember? Yeah, I see. Yeah. And then they poured out the water. Even me, like, when I was there, I had to use the, you know, the little boy's room. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking it's going to be a hut or something. The guy goes, here's my, here's my, <laughs> Dr. Azhari. Azhari said, here's my, uh, here's the car keys. Go find the place. I was like, and he goes, here's the water. <laughs> So I just started driving. Did you drive his car? <laughs> Did he? He drove to a remote bush. And I'm thinking, how far do I drive? I'm like, <laughs> I just kept driving, driving. I just saw some random bush, yeah? And I looked back, I'm like, can they see me from there? You in, still... my head, in my head, in my head, they're Bedouins, innit? They can, they've got good eyesight, mashallah, yeah? Because that's one thing <laughs> that I remember, yeah? So can they see me from here, yeah? And then obviously I'd done my, what I had to do and, and, and washed wash myself with the water and everything, got in the van and, and, and drove back. But I was thinking why you took so long. Yeah, that's, I was. Because I there was a toilet there. There wasn't, man. There is, there was. It was like open. Yeah, it's open and there's a hole on the floor and it's just, it's just covered by bricks. So why did, but I think he was uh, having me on, isn't it? No, 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 he, was no, just, no he was just maybe trying to uh, help right. you out. Because I told him number one, isn't it? Yeah. So he yeah. Found, I hope you understood what I meant. He told me to watch out for scorpions, bro. I think he was just, and he started laughing. So I don't <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so like simple thing like that. Like when you take away something as very basic as water, which is not too, when it's not basic, that's for me, that was, so to go back to the anxiety part of it, when you said, how do I feel before? I feel silly now. I feel stupid. I feel a bit foolish. Yeah, that you worry about things that are not, they are completely at the mercy of Allah and they have complete trust, bro. Like those kids, not I don't think one of them had shoes. You know, it's that. Yeah, yeah slippers. Were well, they slippers? Some of them were just walking slippers, around barefoot, barefoot as well. Yeah. Uh, the 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 imam, the imam of the of the of the town. Is it a town? Is it? 
village. Small village. We asked him how many live in this village, bro. That's 120 people, bro. That's right, yeah. And we'll get into the story why they moved there and stuff. But yeah, so <clears throat> that that's for me, that was something I took away. It was like What about yourself, Zach? To be honest, it it, it just goes to what uh Sheikh Sajid said today in the in the Masallah. He said you were picked 50,000 years before the heaven and earth was created by Allah. So as soon as he said that, he just, how can I not take up this opportunity and do what I need to do? You know what I mean? Yeah. And, it's, and he said as well, we're not doing it for them. We're doing it for ourselves through them. Yeah. Ultimately. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. there's nothing to be anxious about. And our families and everything is in the protection of Allah. So just us, that that anxiousness and, and anything you're feeling at that time, it just 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 went. Alhamdulillah. It's also a sense of responsibility, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Rashid, were you feeling... I don't think... I, I actually don't remember you actually feeling anxious or anything. I don't remember you saying no. anything about it. I think you kind of just went with the... Yeah, because, I mean, I think, like, in my head I was thinking, oh, like, it's probably going to be a bit worse than how it is in Bangladesh. So I was just thinking about it. I was like, oh, maybe it's going to be a bit different or maybe it's going to be similar. So like, I don't know. When we saw it today, I was like, I was like, oh, I was just even telling him, I was like, oh, bro, look, even like in some of the poorest places of Bangladesh, we've got access to water. Yeah. But yeah. I was just looking around and the land was just flat and there's literally nothing. And then when that donkey came on with the barrel of water and just filled up the, they had that like, what, plastic container where they just filled up. Mm. Even the kids would just come and just like fill it up and just, like, just drink, then put it back wherever's left. Like, I was like, oh, well, this is different. It's like, yeah, I mean, like, bandage is just full of water. And just thinking, oh, it's just basic necessity. And even that, I just realized, like, they didn't even have, like, a, you know, when we're talking about how to improve the area and stuff like that, and they didn't even have, like, a, a well or anything. Mm. It's just, Did you see that? Um, Trench they, they 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 put in the yeah. floor. What was that for? That's for dirty water. Dirty water. Yeah. The the other thing is, guys, we we, we never um, just part and parcel of some conversations that we had before, prior to obviously coming out here. We never actually showed you any. I didn't sit you guys down and show you any pictures. No, you didn't, man. Um, strategically, we didn't do that because we didn't want you to look at those pictures and think that I've seen it all. You know, we wanted you to see it with your own eyes, see it yourself, because pictures can tell a different story. Um, because we've we've taken those pictures at a time when when we first came in 2016, um, and we wanted to, you to see it for the reality of what it was. And obviously, you're going to see more um, in the next few days. But just tell me that moment, you know, uh, you know when you first got when you were driving to the camp, and then you saw the the, the houses. Let's put the children to one side a second. When you saw the houses, what, what what did you think? Did you did you have this understanding maybe that they were like proper bricked up houses, um, proper roofs, you know, maybe some solar panels and you know some sort of electricity and stuff coming? Is that what you imagined it to be, or did you imagine it to be what it was? So the thing is, when you when we came into Khartoum, yeah. So you can imagine, like, I'm talking from my experience. There's only two airports that I've seen so far. <laughs> Heathrow Airport and uh, Dubai International, yeah? And then the next stop was Khartoum. Now, I'm not saying it was like third world country, but 
but it's a stark difference from Dubai, right? And along with it, the, the thing that I noticed that the people were very civil and there wasn't, there's not very amenity, there's a lot of amenities there. And then when we, when we come, when we came out of the, the airport, that's another barrier that was lifted from. Does that make sense? Yeah. And then I saw, it looked a little bit like Algeria. I've been to Algeria. It looked very similar. Yeah. <clears throat> then we got to the hotel. Hotel, mashallah, is, is, is decent. Then when we, we got in the, the, the van today to, to go out and we started, kind of, we were talking, remember we were talking in the van and slowly, slowly you start to see the landscape change. Starts to get yeah. bumpy. Starts getting bumpy. And then it's, it's like arid land, isn't it? A bit like desert. And then you start, and then you just see, um, then he took a right <laughs> off road. And it was just, uh, I'm thinking to myself, there's no way there's people living here. Well, like that, in my head. Because um, you couldn't see nothing. You in can't the see anything. Thing. You can't see anything. Yeah, it's just, think of it like, you know, the Westerns, like just to give you a bit of a visual, um, those tumble, it's like those tumbleweeds in Westerns, yeah, yeah. like it's everywhere. And there's like, there was some camels, really malnourished camels. Well, I wouldn't know if they were malnourished to be honest with you. We're going to make the same mistake as... Uh, <laughs> 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 But there were some camels like kind of grazing and whatnot. Yeah. And then uh, I say grazing, there wasn't much vegetation. And then when we pulled up and then I saw the, I saw the school, you know what it reminded me of? Do you remember the film, The Message? Yeah, yeah. When they were building the message, you know, when they were, yeah, yeah. there's that scene. That's what, it, that's what it reminded me of. It reminded me of when, um, again, obviously it's a film, um, but when there was the, the scene when, when they're waiting for Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu you know, and they're all waiting at the uh, thing of Medina. But the, the, the way the huts were made, mud, and it was like that. And I was like, I, I don't know, SubhanAllah, it's, you don't expect people to actually be living there. You know, you see, like you said, when you see in the picture, they're just characters, isn't it? Yeah. In the photo. But they, they, they were, they, it sounds terrible, yeah, but they were living, breathing human beings. It's like, SubhanAllah, because you're so far, far away from where their, they are. Their reality. Their reality. Um, and then, well, like, you know what it was? When, when the Sheikh was speaking, the, the, and I want you guys at home to really, really understand this, yeah? There was a dignity about it. Yeah. Do you understand what I'm saying to you? It's not, I felt, I don't know about you guys, but I felt embarrassed to be in their presence wearing what I was wearing. You see what I'm saying? Me with my shoes, taking them off, all like inflamed knees from walking around and not be able to squat properly because we've been sitting in the van for 45 minutes. And they're on the floor. And you see what I'm saying? Like, and they're, and they're there just smiling. They're just chill. They're just relaxed, <laughs> smiling. So I saw the kids, one of them pinching the other one. And do you see what I'm saying? And then when the Quran was, was when they started reciting the Quran, they all stayed quiet. And then how earnest they were in, in, in what they were doing, and in my, I couldn't hold. Wallahi, it took everything inside me not to not to shed a tear, because I was so embarrassed at the state we are in in the West. Honestly, bro, like we are so ungrateful. <clears throat> um, even I just looked at my own children, and if you're probably gonna be watching this, the love they had for the Quran, and we have to fight. Ourselves first, 
and push our kids to literally. Did you notice the way the Sheikh was standing each child up and yeah. making them recite Quran? Just telling the beginning what to recite. Yeah, yeah. Even poems, whether, whether it was a hadith, yeah, whether poems, it was a poem, hadith, yeah. whether it was Quran. Honestly, they, they it, was, it was inside. I was in, in. I don't want to use negative terms, but I'm just telling you real. Like That's how I felt, man. I felt like I, I, you can't be looking at me and thinking, oh, this guy. Do you see what I'm saying to you? I don't want them to look at us and think... Oh, these guys are from Europe. R- 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 remind the remind the viewers about the the um, schedule that they have. How do they start? The... I don't know if I can remember. Richard, do you remember? Yeah, they they from three in the morning. From three in the morning, they wake up. They go inside. So the no, masjid. no, well, one second, bro. So finish, finish. Yeah, three a.m. They go inside the masjid. Then they the. the but remember, he recites. said there's no light. So yeah, this is another no thing as well. Yeah. Zero electricity. So again, that's another thing we take for granted. Yeah, go to the masjid. Yeah, we but. There's no light, and it's not a phone. There's no back backlight. They're reading for it's like a piece of wood. Mm. So I I couldn't understand how they were writing. Probably a fireplace. But he would recite, and they would write on the. On yeah, they 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 would have small small lanterns. So they'd have something. Yeah, they'd have see. some lanterns. Yeah, okay, yeah. right, right. And gone. So three o'clock. Yeah, so three a.m. until Fajr time, they'll the, the sheikh will recite, and then they'll write it down. Where? Uh, on the on the low piece of wood. Yeah. And then uh, after Fajr, uh, until Dohr, I think, the, 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 the Sheikh corrects what they've done. That's right, yeah. And then from, from, Fajr, uh, from uh, Dohr to Asr is siesta time. Yeah, yeah, sleep. Yeah. And then Asr until Aisha time, they are memorizing. Yeah. And, and, new, then, new and then a day again, 3 a.m. the next morning. I thought it was once a week. No, they do day. this every single day, bro. Yeah. Every day. And I have to dust off my Quran. Or pick which Quran I have to. Read oh, and by from the way, they don't even have enough masah like uh, yeah, yeah. Qurans to read from. But the thing is, for me, it's the pride they had in it. Yeah. The and, pride and like, them correcting each other, bro. Yeah, I, that was so good. Yeah. Correcting each other, bro. You see some of the little kids when they're uh, reciting yeah. and they make a very slight mistake. Yeah, yeah. There's kids their age and probably younger correcting them on. Yeah. You know. And also. Yeah, yeah, the one in the beginning. 17, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah mashallah. And even, um, subhanAllah, the, the Imam, the Sheikh, the, the message he gave, bro. Yeah. He had such, he, he, he didn't ask for anything. He said, you can see, he said to us, you can see what we need. He didn't say, we need this, this, this. this. Yeah, he, didn't he goes, say look this. around. You can see what we need. SubhanAllah. He didn't want to ask, I want this, 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 and this. He, he actually said that, uh, that Allah has given him everything. Yeah. Allah has given him everything. And, and the fact that, that they're able to um, teach the Quran and the, the children be able to learn the Quran, for him, that was enough. And he, you're right. He did say that, look, you guys can see everything that is needed. But he never once from his mouth yeah. said, I need a new roof, or I need new carpet, yeah. or I need this, or this. He never said any of that. So. And, and, and what, what hits your heart as well is they chose oh, that, to live in that area. Yeah. To, so, to get away from Fitna, bro. <clears throat> so the, the, well, so I asked Dr. Uh, Azhar. Azhar, yeah. Azhar, yeah. Um, so why are they living here? Because, see, the Khartoum is about, what, 45 minutes away? 
Yeah, probably. Like an hour yeah. forty five. There's actually a little uh, uh, a town nearby, right? Where, yeah. Where people, I think, was it? They work. It, their families work. Is it a town? Day. The people don't live there, do they? No, no, no. It's just it's more of like a marketplace. Marketplace. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But he said that a lot, which I, we did. I, we did see that the, the women dress. When I say inappropriately, it's not inappropriately <laughs> compared to Western standards. You know, but they were a bit more, less Islamically dressed in their eyes, right? So he, they didn't want their children to grow up right. So they, imagine they left that area for the sake of to, for the sake of Allah to kind of to preserve their Islam, bro. That blew me away. Did you I had to ask him again, by the way. I had to ask him two things. Yeah. I said because I I thought it was maybe I missed something because you said it in Arabic first. I thought my Arabic's, you know, <laughs> yeah. not, I mean, it's, it's okay, but, and then he repeated in English as well. I was like, it blew me away, man. Did you notice also the fact that the girls and the boys were separate, separate yeah. Yeah. even though the age, you yeah. see the age of the yeah, kids, yeah. they were very young, very young yeah. but still they've got them separate uh, away, from, uh, away from the boys. And mashallah, you know, the, the, the sisters, obviously the ones that are baligh, they, they're all wearing full hijab and niqab yeah. and the younger ones are all wearing scarves. But again, they still are not mixing with any of the boys. And this was another thing that one of the brothers said there. He said, yeah, from a young age, they, they teach them this. Boundaries. They, they, yeah, they teach these boundaries. They don't, let them, they don't let them mix like this. But now that you've seen it for yourself, obviously, um, we, 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 had, we came outside uh, with the children. Alhamdulillah, we had a, bit of a, a, a little bit of fun. And, and, and Perfect, you really let yourself loose with them. Yeah, you have that's, to. That's, that's, that's like... You asked me how how we felt how we we were going in, yeah, and I I didn't know what to do, mm. and then as soon as I saw you and Harris get into this, just you were a different person, like ah oh, playing with the kids and do this and making funny faces and this and that, and I was like, oh. part of me was like, am I like because I know you and you're not doing this just for show for the kids or whatnot. And I, I didn't want to be the one to be like, ah, oh, am I really like this, bro? Oh, do you know right. what I mean? Like, like you're putting it on or I'm something. I'm putting it on or whatnot. Because I know these two are not putting it on. Because yeah. I, I, I know them. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And then I don't know, I just felt weird. Just, and then I, I just kind of slowly let go, slowly, slowly. And then you start getting involved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's just start copying what you did, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But to be honest with you, look, the kids, uh, mashallah, they are going through some sort of a curriculum to obviously learn. Uh, the, learn the Quran So we just want to be able to show them that You know we've come here to see them to uh, For the sake of Allah But most importantly we want to benefit them um, But we also what we don't want to do Is we don't want to be kind of guys that are just coming And honing in on them yeah. We want to show them we're like them we, we, You know they're our brothers They're our sisters And uh, we, we will take care of them Whether that be out of you know helping them financially Or uh, you know with, with the buildings they're in Or whatever But also with, with happiness they should be happy to see us and we should be, mm. you know, ha uh, happy to see them. This is the reason why, you know, myself and Harris, we, we took them outside. We did a bit of, you know, running with them and, you know, Brother Imad put the drone up. We, you know, tried to catch the drone with them. All these kind of things is just to show them a little bit of um, happiness. And one of the things um, Muntazir uh, said to me when he, was, when he was coming back just now, he just said to me, he said, oh, but the Sheikh called uh, Dr. Azhari and he said to him that, you know, when you guys came, he said he was so happy to see us. Uh, but most importantly, when we were playing with the kids outside afterwards, the kids were still talking about it. Oh, you know, that is, you know that, that's so beautiful that he was saying that they were still talking about, oh, those, those, those men, 
Those guys, they came and they, they were playing with us outside. And this is what I was saying to you, you know, that you can enlighten their hearts by just being part of what, what, what they're doing. You know, sit with them, you know, mingle with them, you know, uh, just talk to them. Just, you know, even, even just to, you know, rub your hands uh, like, the, like the son of the Prophet ﷺ over the orphan's head. You know, it has, a, it has great virtues. And this is something that I think, alhamdulillah, everyone got involved in and, and did. And I think the, there is many, many more things that we can do, inshallah. And, um, and this is part and parcel of the reason why we're doing this podcast is to show people that we didn't raise money from the UK uh, just because we wanted to come out and visit people. We raised money from the UK so that we can come out and really benefit the people and benefit these children in any way, shape, or form, and there's there's things, inshallah, that we're gonna do, um, or we're gonna we're, we're gonna propose maybe on a, a later on a little bit. We can propose where people could get involved, and you could just see for yourself. Now, remember, we used to say to you guys, thirteen pounds, you know, feeds a child uh, for the entire month. Can you see now? Mm. Yeah. yeah, they don't they they don't need a lot. They don't really need a lot. And and the food is based on. The doctor's nutrition advice as exactly. well. Exactly. And, and we're also getting, uh, we're posting videos, we're posting pictures, and we're getting people from, you know, the donors from back home who are now asking, oh, what do they need? Mm. Do they need carpet? Do they need this? Do they need that? And they're asking us those questions because now you've seen it for yourself and you're relaying back those messages. So it was very important for you all to come out um, and see this for yourselves. You know, it, it's, it's crucial that you see it for yourself. It's not just about, you know, look, I've asked you guys, and alhamdulillah, you guys have always been very generous and always helped um, in charity, right? And and the food program. But now you've seen it for yourself. You guys are going to need be the ones that are going to have to ask, you know, and, and ask for the same help. But guys, listen, remember one thing very important. You all look very sad now. Um, you shouldn't be sad because there's no doom and gloom. Alhamdulillah, we're going to go back. Inshallah, we got we got a few more days to go, you know, to still see a lot of more of the places in Kassala. Uh, we're going to be going out to Kessala tomorrow, inshallah. We're going to go there. We're going to go to some of the camps there. And you'll see a lot more. And, you know, it's going to be a lot more overwhelming for you all, for all of us. But remember the reason you came here. You, your intentions don't change. The reason you came here. And I remember when I first came out in 2016, I just wanted to be um, the, the eyes and the ears and the mouthpiece for these children. That's all I wanted to be. And I remember, and, I, and, I, and I, I tell my family this as well, you know, Muhammad always says that when I speak about charity, right, you know, I get very serious. <laughs> he, he always says this about me. Um, and, I, I, and I genuinely, passionately, I, myself and Harris, you know, he, he's here, but he doesn't want to come on camera right now. But he, 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 we passionately believe in, in charity, right, and what it's doing. <clears throat> we passionately believe in that. Hence the reason why we want you guys to also not just wear the T-shirt, you know, it's not just about wearing the t-shirt no more. It's about talking the talk and yeah. walking the walk. You see what I'm saying, Rashid? Yeah. And you know, even someone like Rashid, mashallah, you know, he's he's it's just like a running joke at the moment that he's on his phone 24/7, and he's not messaging home. He's actually putting pictures and his videos, and he's uploading his stuff on Instagram and and on his social media. He's, he's up, uploading, and we both know we're not. He's we're not, learning we're not, Instagram. Yeah, we're not the best at it as well. Yeah, we're not the best. At, we've got our teachers, uh, Imran, and we've got our teachers, Harris. They're our teachers. They're teaching us, but we're doing what we can. We're, we're doing what we can. But I would also, you know, my, from myself personally, everyone who watches this, I would, you know, appreciate if everyone could get involved. 
some way or another. Ramadan's around the corner. You know, we've all got our targets. But this is not a target-led thing. You know, I don't think we should focus and hone in on the targets. What we should do is just think that for every child we feed, that's one that's going to come out of that cycle of poverty. That's one that's going to come out. It's not and doom and gloom. It's not doom and gloom. And inshallah, we, we will go back. You know, if Allah accepts it from us, we will we'll work hard. We'll work hard. Ramadan's around the corner, like we said. We'll work hard, inshallah, and show people the true reality of these people. Look, there is many other problems out there in the world. We're not saying there isn't. There's the earthquake in, in Turkey, the issues in Syria. There's loads of problems out there. You know, they, they are dealt with by other charities, alhamdulillah. But the cause that we're working with is to feed these children and to give them education. You know what comes to mind, bro? It's probably been thinking about it. I heard a story a long time ago, yeah, about <clears throat> Imam Shafi'i. I think it's Imam Shafi'i. Or Imam Abu Hanifa, Allah Alam. Which, uh, which famous Imam? He was traveling and he came to, it was, it was getting dark. And excuse me if I'm fudging the, the details because I can't remember exactly word for word yet, but he went and he went to the masjid and he asked to stay overnight and the, the caretaker would not let him stay. So he he st- he sat in the courtyard of the masjid and he goes, not the, for some reason that caretaker had it in for him. So he dragged him onto the street by his leg or something like that. And a man was walking past and uh, <clears throat> he said, come to my house. I don't know if I can get food as well. Do you guys know this story? Uh, vaguely, yeah. It was a baker, I think. Yeah. yeah. I can't remember it properly. <clears throat> Sorry. Anyway. Rashid, what have you got? Rashid, sorry. Hmm? What have you got to One second, go let me finish it. Let me finish it. I'll just finish. say, let you get your... No, uh, let me finish it. Yeah. So anyway, that. took him to his house and um, he slept in his house and then the guy was making bread all night. Anyway. <clears throat> and he asked him, he said... He... he um, I can't remember the exact detail. But there was something special about the guy. So uh, the, the imam asked him, he said... Uh, Something special about you. What is it? So he said, SubhanAllah, when I make a dua, you know, um, <clears throat> it always comes to you except one. And, huh? Doing dhikr, yeah. yeah. That's what you Say it again. Yes, where do you find doing this dhikr? And he said that my dua gets accepted. Yeah. Except one, isn't it? And I haven't met Imam Shafi. The baker was saying this, yeah? Yeah. SubhanAllah. And the reason why it's important here Just give me a sec here. Mm, yeah. 
So, anyway, so basically, I was thinking, I was dragged from my house. I don't know if we're going to keep this in, but, but I was thinking, what do I have with those kids making? Like, that's what I was going for, mate. Look, there's not a lot they're going to give back to you, the children, because um, uh, they can't. But one thing they definitely will is they'll make dua for you. And not just dua for you, but dua for your, your family, your, you know, your loved ones, your siblings, your children, um, and anyone connected to you. Yeah. Just imagine every single donor, and I always say this, they, they may never see these children apart from in those pictures or in the videos that Brother Imad and the, the brothers take. But truthfully, you saw it with your own eyes. These kids will make du'a for you. And if one of those kids' du'as is the difference between you entering Jannah and not entering the hellfire, is that not enough? Is that not enough? It's more than enough. That's why we ask Allah to accept everything from us um, and keep our intentions sincere. Amen. Not ever for us to waver on this. Uh, because this is not about this is not about um, you know viewership and, and clout. This is yeah. a bigger picture here. So yeah, I got overwhelmed a little bit, man. But it's that's what I was thinking. But when I see those kids, I was like. It, who knows what the dua they made? Like, not not like they asked for help, and I'm not saying it's through me or anything. Yeah, but you think Subhan those that dua they made? Who knows what duas they, they were making at night? And maybe they didn't have anything to eat, and they made that dua. And then we got dragged. Literally, I know I got dragged here. Like I'm, I was making every excuse, Taqfullah, in my head. Like how can I not do this? I'll raise the money, no problem. You know? And, you know, I'm not a fan of crying on camera and stuff, but <laughs> this is weird. Wallahi, I've, I've never... But I was touched. Literally, today is when it hit me. I was like... And we haven't even started the journey properly. Yeah. Um, but the thing, the thing for me is how far we've strayed. Not them. That's, 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 that's the... The, the, the comp like what Sheikh Sajid said, said yesterday about the compass calibration calibration we're out we're out we're out we're, we're just out of sync completely um, <clears throat> and the thing is we left like what you said that killed me as well we said when we left they were still talking yeah. about it it's like cousins when they come sleep over and then you're just talking at night oh do you remember we did this yeah. and do you remember we did that that's, yeah. that's the image that is in and your head and it was what, what did we do subhanAllah like but I think for them is the fact that maybe I was speaking to Brother Mahmoud. <clears throat> so he was one of the, what would you call his job? Runner or he was a, he does a lot of stuff, mashallah. No, he's a doctor. Uh, Dr. Azali's right hand man. Right hand man, right, mashallah. So I was speaking to him as well and I was just saying to him, look, we in the West, we have a lot of love for you guys. <clears throat> and we feel like we are short handing not doing enough and his face lit up subhanallah he, like he couldn't believe 
what he was hearing. Like, I'm not trying to like, I'm not trying to um, over, how does that overhype this thing. This is, well, this is something, look, I'm someone just like you guys, who family, house, job, you know, but to be put in an environment like this, to see what you have, just thanking Allah for what you've already got. If you didn't receive anything else apart from what you have now, they could never, they, they can't even, if you sat down and you explained to them what you do on a daily basis, think about it, bro. Just the entertainment alone that we have, they couldn't even um, imagine it. They didn't have no TV there or they didn't have electricity. They couldn't even charge their phone. If, if they had a phone, they couldn't even charge their phone. Um, so, it goes back to what you said when you're on Instagram and there's an advert for Boohoo Man or yeah. and the next one is uh, a child starving and the next one is... Uh, so was, it, it doesn't hit you as much. But yeah. when you're here and you see it, it's just, it's just, it shakes your heart a bit. And then you know that when you go home, it's going to be stuck with you for the rest of your life because you as soon as you close your eyes, you can, you're there. And I you can't explain that feeling to someone else. I don't think I could forget this, bro. Impossible, bro. And the thing is, what's going to be annoying now, <laughs> going back and trying to raise this money, and my thing is, how am I going to deal with someone who's going to say to me, I can't? Remember what I told you? Bro, yeah. I just can't. Remember what I told you? Yeah. That there is no I can't no more. Now, you, when, you, when you ask, you're going to ask with that same conviction, the same conviction that you saw here. You're going to ask with that. And when someone sees that in you, they will want to help you and they'll want to give it to you. It's, it's that same conviction. And it's not even, they're not even asking, subhanAllah, they're not, they're not even asking for air conditioning in the masjid, bro. Like, like back home. Our air conditioning is broke down. Uh, we need a new Wadu place. There's nothing wrong with the old one. These guys don't have any Wadu facilities. That, that puddle was it, a Wadu facility, yeah. bro. And the thing is, if every masjid in the UK stopped funding for the next five years and not and just maintain what they have, and whatever they raised, they sent it back and built a masjid here. Does that make sense? Yeah. Now, I don't know. It's sometimes you come across a bit holier than thou. Wallahi, this is not what it is. It's actually when you see something with your own eyes and you think, like even my kid, how, who said it to me? I think it's Ali. Because before I left here, yeah, he goes to me, listen, I'm going to give you some advice. Yeah, He goes, don't be harsh on your kids when you come back. He goes, you're going to see things. He goes, don't come back and take it out on your kids. In a sense of, like, deprive them from things and, you know. Yeah, yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, obviously, like, I'm not going to do that. But you have this thing inside you, right? Like, And, and I can see um, why... Um, where you got your drive from? I think the, the the main thing I'm gonna change in my life is <clears throat> love for the Quran, bro. Mm. Yeah. Even towards my own kids, bro. Just I'm tired. I don't want to read it today. No, no, there's no tired. I don't want to read it today. Let's do it now. You're gonna do it with me. I'm gonna do it with you. We're gonna be learning together because. Of, Seeing them the way they were reciting Quran, flawless, it made me ashamed that I have a mushaf, I have time, I have so many teachers that can teach me, my own mom can teach me, and I, what am I doing? Wasting, wasting time. 
So that's that's the main thing I'm going to take from me. Inshallah. Oh, guys, I think um, I did kind of uh, take over the, no, no, the, the show good, from Muhammad. Sakallah khair. Your show, Habibi. But um, I think there's going to be a few more, Inshallah, a few more yeah. podcasts that will come out. Um, You're going to cut that bowling bit out, yeah? <laughs> and, oh, listen, you can't use this against me. Do you understand? <laughs> A, <laughs> I'm joking. There, there, there is a there is a few more that we're going to do, inshallah. Um, so I think we will we'll wrap it up here. Um, it's been quite overwhelming yeah, today, it was, it was. Um, but, and there's a lot more to come. But before you, I don't know. I just feel like I need to get off my chest. Yeah. Um, oh my days! <laughs> wow. No, it's just like you know um, how we say like, oh, you have to see with your own eyes. Mm. Like it doesn't matter how many pictures we take. Like you know, you say like, oh, oh just on the phone, trying to do Instagram posts and stuff like that. Mm. It's like, I was just looking around, like, oh, you know, what picture should I take? Oh, like, like, oh, mashallah, Imran and Harris, like, oh, oh, that's a good picture, that's a good picture. Then I was thinking, like, <clears throat> you know, like, everything you see, be like, oh, man, it's like, the picture doesn't do justice. Yeah. The pictures look good, like, oh, we were talking about the detail, like, oh, that's so good. But then, like, you know, just on our journey there, we were like, like, oh my god, there's so much rubbish. Then I'll be like, oh, there's literally powers and powers of rubbish. Then I'll be like, oh, where's that guy going? It's like in the middle of the desert, just walking. And then I see another shepherd, he's literally feeding his goats rubbish. Mm. And then when we got there, I was like, oh, okay, all right. Like, uh, kind of used to this, kind of used to seeing poor people. Um, kind of like, you know, I've been. Amongst them, like when I was growing up and stuff like that, but I was like, oh, you know, this is different. It's like, it's like, at least, like, I'm going to say Bangladesh a lot because that's what I can relate to. It's like, I can, even if the poor people, they'd be like, oh, you know what? There's a pond there, I can catch a fish. Or there's a mango tree, I can eat that. Or there's some, I don't know, someone will give rice and stuff like that. But these guys were literally, I don't know, you might be able to see it from the drone footage, it's like remote. But it's only 45 minutes away from the capital, but there's nothing. Like, I mean, I was thinking, like, if these, if you're, if they needed something, it's just like there's literally nowhere to go. And then, like, um, when you guys went out and you're playing with the kids and stuff, I was talking to you, um, well, with my broken Arabic. Um, I was speaking to you, um, well, his name was uh, Muhammad, and I was just like, oh, like, you know, I'll be like, oh, he must be a Hafid. And he goes, yes. And then I was like, um, like, you know, what do you want to do? Like, he goes, oh, yeah, I want to go visit. And work. I go, where do you go? Oh, yeah, just do work. Somewhere there. And then um, the brothers brought the food in for the kids and stuff. And I was like, oh, it's like, they were just all, like, everyone just sitting around um, the place and they're all sharing food. And I was like, oh, it's messed up. So basically, I was like, oh my God, if Cherry Wright wasn't here, they would have nothing. I mean, just like, um, there was a few, like, oh, what, how many people were there? 120. Majority of them kids, few elderly, and what, maybe 20 men that I could see that could possibly yeah. go out of work and bring food home. And then the doctor was saying, Yeah, they, because I asked him, like, he said he works, but like, what does he do? He goes, Oh, yeah, maybe they work in a farm and they bring some stuff home. Yeah. I was like, Oh, if he doesn't have any works, like, literally, they'll have nothing amongst 120 people, majority of them kids and, and women. And mm. and women, it's like, yeah, you know, just that. What was it? Three pounds a day is feeding a child for three meals a day, 
and like mashallah the sheikh said the kids look healthy mm. and in what i was thinking like just like from a work point of view and stuff like that i was like thinking, oh my god and, like, alhamdulillah the, yeah they all look like quite healthy well what you said about if charity work wasn't there it's like subhanallah no it is allah will replace it with something else yeah. and that's the thing yeah. do you get me like and like you, you, you want to be that replacement? That, that's it. It's just, it's just, it was allowed to, to Allah allowed this time. Well, like, when you see it, it's, I don't know if you guys, uh, it's very difficult to explain to you the experience we've had. And everyone's obviously had a similar or maybe different experiences. Everyone's got their own life story that they've been through. But for me, it's the, the trust in Allah they had. They didn't care where we. It could have been anyone that, that came up that day, yeah. today, right? Yeah, could have been anyone. Do you know what the crazy thing is? It's like um, you know, after when like I was asking you guys, "Oh, how you feeling?" and stuff like that, I was like, "Oh, he said, oh, wow, this must be really bad. Like it's only a little way from the sea." Mm. And he goes, "Oh, it's just it's going to get worse." Yeah. Well, look, if we could take anything from this, uh, Rashid, mashallah, he doesn't really say anything yeah. to anyone. <laughs> yeah. And mashallah, he's got a lot, lot to say about this, mm. and. And, and, and to be honest, if if it meant that we've achieved something today, that one we've achieved, what one thing we've achieved is, mashallah, Rashid is very passionate about what he's seen. If, if Rashid can get passionate about right, it, but, then well, he's passionate. Stuff for us, not. Uh, he's no, passionate. He's passionate. Show, but he doesn't. He doesn't. He's very quiet, yeah, mashallah. Yeah. It's just his character. Is if very you quiet. knew him, you'd know that this was weird. <laughs> <laughs> and for him to say, wait, let me've got something to say. Yeah, bro. Because you know it's strange. Bro. I, I know I won't be able to sleep. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. I'll be like, if I just didn't say, like, because mashallah, you guys, your uh, like uh, the things you mentioned, everything is amazing. But I was just like, just like, because pictures just don't do justice. Ah, yes. I mean, even your imagination, it, it won't. It's just like, like you say, you can only see it from your eyes and your own experience. But also, I want you to also understand. So I know we, we want to wrap up quickly because yeah, we have to wake up early tomorrow and fly to Kasama. But I don't want you to think this is us pleading for you, for you to give money. If you want to give money or don't give money, I don't care. If you don't, Allah will replace you with someone else. That's so gonna get the money is going to get raised <laughs> with or without you. If you're watching this, yeah, I'm going to be. We're going to be doing, inshallah, the best we can to raise this money. And I feel that not that I'm doing something good. On it, inshallah, because. Was it actions about my intentions? Yeah. You don't know my intentions inside. I know my intentions and Allah knows my intentions and everyone here. Um, but if what I, from what we saw today and from the discussions that we've had with the people that organize things around here, £10,000 is literally like giving someone a million pound here. Like, it, one pound is something that so when like you like said when we're going to go ask for money I'm not going to feel any way about anything even before like I had this but we went, you're right when you see it subhanAllah it's something else and I, 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 I and it's not a holiday camp for us <laughs> it's not something that like you said it's we were dr literally dragged here and I didn't know that we, you, you organized this trip before in January. Yeah, yeah. So we did uh, we did have this trip organized in January. Uh, me, Harish, uh, Chef Sajid were going. And we had another group of brothers that were coming. 
And it's just by the qadr of Allah that things happened um, and things got changed around a little bit. Some of them dropped out. Um, I got a little bit busy, so we dropped. I, I dropped out. Um, and then we just kind of postponed it a little bit. When we went back, me and Harris went back to those same guys again. They said that um, they couldn't make it for that time, even though they said they wanted to go at, in sort of, at this period. But then they said they couldn't make it. So then me and Harris were just kind of like uh, pondering upon who um, and when. And then, then we spoke about you guys. Um, and then obviously we spoke about um, you guys coming along, inshallah. And then uh, Did Harris actually want me to come, bro? Of course he did. <laughs> of course he did. Because you know he's been treating me really bad on this trip. <laughs> just so you guys know, I'm getting bullied. It's tough love. He doesn't want to be on camera because he feels guilty. I, 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 I swear. <laughs> I, I, think, I, I think he loves you the most. That's why he's I think uh, that's why he's like messing around uh, the most. Yeah, I think so. I, mean, I love you too, Habibi. Welcome, love you. See, there you go. Did you hear that? Did you guys hear that? <laughs> what did he say? Carry on thinking that. <laughs> <laughs> Remorseless, man. But, but it's like he slaps you one hand and gives you something with the other hand, bro. <laughs> so guys, let's wrap it up here, yeah. inshallah. We've got a flight tomorrow morning. Yep. Um, Muhammad, you can. Uh, no, no, no. You, no, you, you have to end us up. Yeah. I have to end you up. Yeah. Yeah. Man. All right. Look, like I said, we wrap it up, inshallah, today. We've got a, a flight in the next six hours, so we need to get some rest. We need to pack up. We need to get some rest, and inshallah. and inshallah, make our way to Kassala, and then inshallah, we'll see the viewers again. We'll see the viewers again in uh, in Kassala. Zakallah khair. Salam alaikum. Wa alaikum salam. You got, you got to sign us up, bro. Yes. <laughs>